Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Donald Novis, Bill Thompson, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Sing My Heart. One minute right now to answer a simple question. Just what does Johnson's Wax do for your floors? And why does this real wax save you so much work? Well, the answer is simple. When you apply Johnson's Wax to your floors, you are in reality giving them a tough, transparent shield of wax protection which shuts out dirt and germs. Thereafter, scuffing shoes cannot ruin the floor. A tough wax film guards the surface from wear. Keeps your floors beautiful as new with a rich, mellow luster. A single application will greatly improve the looks of the wood floors in your home. You never have to scrub a Johnson Wax floor because stains and soil spots can be easily wiped off the satiny wax polish. Wax your windowsills, too, your radio, picture frames, kitchen cabinet, and a hundred other articles in your home. And then everything will take on new beauty, and your cleaning work will be cut in half. Remember, genuine Johnson's Wax wears longer and gives greater protection to the things you prize most. seems to be in progress at 79 Wistful Vista this evening. Molly is wearing an expression of mingled affection and exasperation, while her spouse seems a bit perplexed and perturbed. It's a situation that's always old and always new, but it's the first time it's happened to Fibber McGee and Molly. Come on, McGee, think. What day is this? Oh, uh, let me see. Tuesday. The Chucks, we have that every week. Come, come now. What happened to us 15 years ago? 15 years ago? Search me. I don't think I... Oh, yes. Uncle Dennis got pinched for bootlegging. (laughs) Chucks ain't I the dumb one. (laughs) I should have remembered that. Remember how he tried to ditch the evidence by pouring it down the sewer and five manhole covers blew off downtown? (laughs) I'm glad you remind me of that, Molly. I wasn't reminding you of that. Huh? This, dearie, is our 15th wedding anniversary. What? It is? Our 15th? Uh, Only our... What? 
you know about that. Congratulations, Molly. <laughs> what are you congratulating me for? <laughs> well, congratulations to us, then. Fifteen years. Don't seem that long, does it? No. <laughs> Get your hat and let's go out and celebrate. All right. And I know just the place to go. Where? They're having a special this week at Kramer's Drugstore on caramel ice cream. <laughs> oh, come, come, dearie. Control yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't have reminded you, but I thought you were going all to pieces like this. Uh, remember the night we eloped, Molly? I certainly do, McGee. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> remember that funny little justice of the peace that married us? Yeah. <laughs> I still say it would have been a much prettier ceremony if he hadn't been chewing tobacco. <laughs> Just I was nervous enough as it was. <laughs> Come in. Howdy, folks. Want to buy any garden, truck, eggplant, squash, and carrots? <laughs> no, thanks, bud. We got everything we need. Sorry to hear it. Need the money. <laughs> Farm business is worse than it's been for 40 years. Oh, that's too bad. Don't you ever make a profit? Well, I might in normal times. What do you mean, normal times? Search me. Never seen any. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what was we talking about, Molly? Uh, getting married. Oh, yes. I, I think we ought to, Molly. Uh, no! <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> Are you sorry, dearie? Sorry? I should say not. I'd do it all over again. Yes, sir. Hey, that ain't a bad idea. That ought to be fun. What on earth are you talking about? Look, let's elope again tonight and get married all over again. What do you say? Are you serious? Why, I'm more serious now than I was the first time. <laughs> like the strive in a baseball game off the ticker tape. It's just as exciting even when you know what the score is. <laughs> well, all right, McGee, I'll be dope. But now there's just one thing. What's that, sweetheart? <laughs> about, about going down that ladder. Huh? Under the circumstances, don't you think it'd be better if I carried you down this time? <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. I'm too ticklish. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do, Molly. It'll be dark before long. You pack your bag, and I'll go someplace and borrow a ladder. Oh. Well, uh, just a minute, dearie, before you go. Huh? What's the matter? Well, uh, now, that, uh, now that we're engaged, <laughs> aren't you going to kiss me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> now, let's see. I wonder if the fire department would lend me a ladder. Maybe for... Oh, how do you do, Miss McGee? Oh, hi, Uppy. Is Mrs. McGee at home? Yes, she is, Uppy. She's in the house there preparing her torso. Come on in. <laughs> hey, Molly. Here's Uppy. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? So nice to see you. Oh, and it's so nice to see you, my dear. Uh, tell me, are you engaged this evening? Well, heavenly days. How did you know, Mrs. Uppington? <laughs> we ain't only engaged, Duffy. We're going to get married. Oh, how very... What? <laughs> married? Why, yes, we thought it'd be fun. Yeah. But, my dear, after all this time, I mean... Oh, well, now, really... <laughs> Oh, you don't catch on to it, Uppy. We're getting married again. You mean to, to each other? Well, uh, who did you think? This is our 15th anniversary, Mrs. Uppington, and we're going to celebrate by eloping just like we did before. Yeah, incidentally, Uppy, you got a ladder we could borrow? A ladder? Oh, of course, I have a lovely... 
lovely ladder. Oh, I'm sure I still have the ladder I used when I dedicated the new chandelier at the ladies' exchange. Why, it's all covered with gold leaf and has a handrail. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That sounds a little dilly, but we ain't got time to dally. <laughs> Can I come over and get it, Uppy? Oh, that won't be necessary, Mr. McGee. Snobgrass, my butler will bring it over. Oh, <laughs> Think of you two being married 15 years yeah. and eloping. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, tell me, have you arranged for anyone to pursue you? Oh, oh no, no, no one is facing it. This is just for our own amusement. Oh, of course. Well, I'm sure the affair will never be criticized, even though you are being unchaste. Oh. <laughs> oh, my heart, I am silly girl. Well, goodbye. If you listen, I'll sing you a sweet little song of a flower that's Folks, that was My Wild Irish Rose, sung by Donald Novus. And it was not only very beautiful, Mr. Novus, but very appropriate. Thanks, Molly. See, I heard you and Fibber were eloping tonight, and in honor of your wedding, everybody in the program chipped in and bought you this. 
Oh. Oh, thanks, Don. They shouldn't have done this. <laughs> what is it, Molly? Ah, it's a cake of soap. Cake of soap? Say, what's the idea, Novus? Well, we, we wanted to give you a shower, but uh, there wasn't time, so we thought we'd give you the soap and let you take a shower yourself. <laughs> well, best wishes, folks. <laughs> cake of soap. Well, that's a fine wedding present. Well, shall we get started, dearie? Yeah, I just seen Uppy's butler walking around in back with the ladder. You go upstairs and open the window, and I'll run around the back. Okay, McGee. Oh, promise me that someday you and me will take our love. Hi, to... mister. Now, don't bother me, little girl. I'm busy. What doing? Well, I'm, I'm going to elope. What's elope? Well, <laughs> that means when you run away with somebody you like. Oh, you mean like the dish ran away with the spoon and the little boy left the seat that's spoiled and the cow jumped over the moon, hmm, don't you? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, only tonight the moon won't have any beef coming. Oh. <laughs> now run along, little girl. Anyway, you shouldn't be out this late. Well, gee, I'm waiting for Easter. You're waiting for Easter? Sure. Listen, sis, you better run on home now. Easter won't be here for six or seven months. Hey, hey, well, wait a minute now. Now, take it easy. What's the matter? Does Easter mean that much to you? Sure he does, I betcha. He's the cutest bunny rabbit I ever owned. <laughs> oh, I got it now. Gee, have you? Give him to me, mister. No, no. Here, Easter. No, I, I didn't mean I had the rabbit, sis. I, I meant I got the idea. Hmm? <laughs> I said I'm... Listen, sis, I'm sorry I ain't got time to help you look for your rabbit, but if you'll describe him to me, I'll keep an eye out for him. Oh, well, he's got big ears, and he's white, and he's got pink eyes, and he wiggles his nose, and... Well, that's a pretty general description so far. <laughs> ain't he got any distinctive characteristics? Hmm? <laughs> I says, ain't he got any peculiarities? What's he got that other rabbits ain't got? Six little baby rabbits. <laughs> I'm afraid with rabbits, sis, that ain't a very distinctive characteristic. <laughs> well, what I mean is, ain't he bow-legged? Ain't he, ain't he got freckles? Don't he, don't he stutter or something? No. How about his tail? Mm, I guess we mustn't talk about that, I bet you. <laughs> Why not? Hmm? <laughs> Why mustn't we talk about his tail? My mama said so. Oh, that seems peculiar. Just what did she say? Well, she said Easter was awful pretty, but he didn't have any tail to speak of. Well, thanks anyway. <laughs> well, now for the elopement. Uh, hey, Easter, or hey, Molly. <laughs> Which window? Right up here, dearie. Okay, grab the ladder now when I put it up. I got it, McGee. Are you coming up or am I coming down? How'd we do it the last time? Well, that's what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> hey, what in the deuce did you put in that thing? Oh, that must be the alarm clock. I put it in to make it heavier. Oh. <laughs> Well, hang on to the ladder. I'm coming up. Oh, promise me that someday you and me will tell... Whoops. Our love to... Oh, hi, Molly. <laughs> Hello, McGee. Isn't this fun? <laughs> it's a good thing it's dark. I think I'm blushing. 
I'm I'm kind of palpitating myself. <laughs> Smoking too much, I guess. <laughs> Inhale every puff. <laughs> what are you holding me so tight for, dearie? Are you afraid you'll fall? No, sirree. I've been falling for 15 years. Oh, McGee, you say the sweetest thing. Uh... All right, you, come down out of that. We got you covered. Go away, will you? Go on, beat it, officer. We're eloping. Oh, eloping. A likely story. Take a look at that suitcase, Mike, and see what they got. Now, listen, officer, we're, you're making a mistake. This is my house. We live here. You always go in by the upstairs window? Listen, officer, I'm his wife, and we're eloping. Yes. That's pretty thin, eloping with your own husband. Come down here now, and don't make any false moves. What's in the suitcase, Mike? Well, there's a couple of coats, an alarm clock, and a flat iron. I see. All stuff that's easily disposed of. Now, come along quietly. Put that suitcase in the car, Mike. We'll show the... Hey, hey, hey there. Hey there, officer. Wait a minute. Oh, here comes Mr. Wilcox. He'll identify us. Is this a squad car? Yes, it is. Well, I want you to make an arrest. Where? Who? Arrest the deterioration of the finish on this car. Look at that dust and dirt. Look at those scratches and marks. Why don't you men enforce the law? What law? The law of compensation. You can't get the best value out of a car unless you take care of it. Hey, Harlow, will you tell these fellas... I am telling them. I'm telling them that Car New will keep the finish of this car in perfect condition and save the taxpayers money, too. Now, look, boys, all you have to do is apply Johnson's Car New over the clean surface of this car. Let it dry to a white powder and wipe it off with a soft cloth. And there you'll have a squad car cleaned and wax polished in one simple operation. Why, it's marvelous. You'll enjoy your work a lot more. It'll put a punch in every pinch. <laughs> Look, Wilcox, these guys have arrested us by mistake. Tell them who we are, will you? Aren't you the people who made me talk baby talk last week? And got everybody to call me Cuddles? Do you know these people, Cuddles? <laughs> I never saw them before in my life. Oh. Good night, officer. Hey, Harlow, come back here. Oh, dear. Listen, officer. Quiet. Drive on, Michael. <laughs> well, we can explain everything. All we was doing was getting up... Calling on... car 46. Calling car 46. Go to Wistful Vista Cheese Factory. Watchman reports suspicious noises. Investigate. Are they mice or are they men? That is all. <laughs> Listen, officer, why don't you be nice? You're spoiling our 15th wedding anniversary. Yes, ain't you guys got any sentiment? After 15 years, have you? <laughs> calling all cars. Calling all cars. Be on lookout for gunman named Al Cabucci. Cabucci. Al Cabucci. Cabucci. If he is wearing light gray fedora, green spats, and a diamond scarf pin, that is Al. <laughs> Come on, get out. And walk ahead of me into the station. Well, what's this? What's the charge? Breaking an entering, Lieutenant. Caught him on a ladder on the second floor at 79 Whistle Vista. And they had a suitcase full of loot, Lieutenant. 
We never know such a thing, Lieutenant. That's our suitcase, and that was our house. What's your name? He's Fibber McGee, and he's one of the most prominent citizens. Tell him. Look in the book and see if we have a record on McGee. I think we'll make an example of you. There's too much of this breaking and entering going on. It's a crime wave. Go on. You wouldn't know a crime if it did wave. Be quiet. Telephone, bud. Police department. Who? Oh, Billy Mills? Oh, he's a friend of ours, Lieutenant. Ask him about us. Uh, listen, Mr. Mills, do you know a couple named Mr. and Mrs. Piver McGee? Ah, good old Billy. You don't, huh? He does, too. What's that, Mr. Mills? They've what? Broken into homes every Tuesday night for years. Oh. Oh, thank you very much. You're going to play what? White Sails. Yes, I'd like to hear it. Well, of all the dirty tricks, he'll swing for this. <laughs> story of yours about eloping. Now listen, Lieutenant. I'll have you know I'm a respectable citizen. That's what they all say. I'm holding you under thousand dollar bond. What? A prominent citizen like me? Why, you can't do that to me. I'm too big a man in this town. Why, even when I was a kid, Lieutenant, they wanted me to run for Congress. Why, they even had little pins printed with my head on them. Pinhead McGee, I was noted. Pinhead McGee, probably the most prominent person ever picked by plutocrat or plumber, poet or peasant, as the prize promoter of praiseworthy projects, pointed to by perspicacious politicians as the pick of the populace to pioneer in putting the People's Party in power on a platform playing up the parking problem, and punishing the political pirates polluting the public payroll, and praised by even the paid press for properly purging Punk and Palooka from Pasadena to Old Paducah. <laughs> You 
can see, Lieutenant, we're really pretty respectable people. There, quiet there. Who's this, Callahan? He says his name is Horatio K. Boomer, Lieutenant. Suspected of picking pockets in Joe's Tavern. Joe's Tavern, huh? That place has a bad name. What were you doing there? Well, believe it or not, officer, I was waiting for a sidecar. <laughs> Any evidence, Callahan? No evidence, Lieutenant. Certainly not. What do you take me for, an amateur? Let him go, Callahan, but keep an eye on him after this. Now, just a minute, Lieutenant. Mr. Boomer knows who we are. Yeah, you'll vouch for us, won't you, Boomer? Good evening, my dear. Hello there, Bumble Brain. What's the matter? Well, the lieutenant thinks we're burglars. And he's holding us for a $1,000 bond. $1,000, eh? I'll pay the ransom, Lieutenant. Gee, thanks, Boomer. Think nothing of it. What's $1,000 to me? For that matter, what's my right eye to me? You're going to go bail for this man. Hurry up. Uh, certainly, certainly. I have it right here somewhere. thousand bucks, thousand bucks. Where'd I put that thousand bucks? Here's a pair of brass knuckles. Use them to make lampshades. Know anyone that wants a lamp shaded? <laughs> Let's see. Postcard from an old friend in Leavenworth. Says, quote, Doing time fine. Wish you were here. Unquote. <laughs> pair of hollow heels for smuggling diamonds. Never used them. I get cold feet when I walk on ice. <laughs> Come on, Boomer. Hurry up. It's a thousand bucks. Don't hector me, Pop. Now, where I put that grand? Here's a package of playing cards in case I get in a friendly game of poker. These cards are friendly even when they turn their bags. Mud pack for my dear old mother puts an entirely different face on the mater. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Bottle of hair dye for a girlfriend with a convertible top. <laughs> and a check for a short beer. Well, well, imagine that. Here it is, one grand. Oh. <laughs> one grand and a glorious feeling. Well, thanks, Boomer, old pal. Now, can we go now, Lieutenant? Yes, but report back here tomorrow. Okay, bud. Boomer, I certainly appreciate it. Hey, Boomer, wait a minute. We want to thank you. I'll thank you not to delay me. Yeah, but about that thousand dollars. Forget it, Fidget Midget. I'm going right home and print another bag. <laughs> Days. He bailed us out with counterfeit money. Well, we ain't the only lambs that have been pulled out of a hole by a crook, Molly. <laughs> well, it's a fine end to a beautiful idea. No, it ain't, Molly. Don't give up yet. Now, let's go ahead and get married again, just as if nothing had happened. There's a justice of the peace in this building, and we'll see him right while we're here. Well, good for you, McGee. I think this is it right in here, Molly. Are you uh, the justice of the peace, sir? Sure I am, daughter. Oh, there, Johnny! <laughs> Glad to see you back. What do you mean, back? Hey! What do you mean, back? We haven't been here before. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> I married you kids in 1924. Never forget a face. Though in your case, Johnny, I certainly cried. <laughs> Imagine that, Molly, the same guy that married us before. Well, he ought to be glad to know that it lasted. They tie more slip knots than love knots these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, daughter. But that ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> the way I hear it, one fella says, color fella. <laughs> you know what them three balls over a pawn shop door stand for? Yep, says color fella. Two to one, you don't get it back. <laughs> but what was it you wanted, kid? <laughs> We want to get married again, old-timer. How much do you charge? 
Ten bucks, Johnny, for the original marriage. Five bucks for an encore. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Take me hand, dearie. Take this man and be off the wedding. husband. take this woman be off the wedding. I stick a well with you for an off night. man off. I'll get the bride. Fifteen bucks, please. <laughs> What's the idea of charging us 15 bucks? You said it was only $5 for the second marriage. That's right, Johnny. <laughs> but you never paid for the first one. Oh, River and Molly will be back in a moment. That gives me just enough time to tell you something about Johnson's Car News. I don't believe any new product ever was hailed more enthusiastically by the public. Car owners really needed this easy-to-use cleaner and wax polish all in one. The job of polishing a car had always seemed a difficult one, requiring more time than the average person could give to it. But all this has changed since the introduction of Johnson's Car New. For this revolutionary new product, both cleans and wax polishes your car in one easy application. Car New takes the place of two products, makes the job so simple that many women are now wax polishing their own cars. They've learned that just as Johnson's self-polishing glow coat has made floor polishing easy, so Johnson's Car New makes car polishing easy. Carnew quickly removes all ugly road film, dirt, and stain. In a surprisingly short time, you can make your car sparkle and shine with a beautiful wax polish that everyone will turn to admire. Then you'll say with thousands of other proud car owners, yes, your car looks like new when you use Carnew. C-A-R-N-U. Johnson's Carnew. For sale where auto supplies are sold and at your regular wax dealers. I certainly was embarrassed at starting our second honeymoon by going to jail. You was, huh? Well, you wasn't half as confused as you was at our first wedding. What do you mean, confused? Don't you remember, Molly? You told your corsage how beautiful it looked and threw the bridesmaid downstairs. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night at this same time. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.